A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm Lisa Chenu. And we are talking shrimp. What's your shrimp, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Endless shrimp over here. Uh, pepper we, shrimp. Pepper shrimp. You can saute it. You could boil it. You could braise it. Brine you shrimp. You bake it. Tiger shrimp. Lemon shrimp. Oh, <laughs> this is Pan lemon shrimp okay, is If you favorite. don't know what we're referencing, it's the Forrest Gump character, Bubba, uh, namesake <laughs> of Bubba. Bubba Gump shrimp, uh, <laughs> but uh, that reminded me that I had. Do you remember? Do you remember like when you're younger and then you have like a fa- quote unquote fancy food the first mm-hmm. time and then it just like blows your mind. I remember we went to this steakhouse in Malibu, Chart House, R.I.P. 
uh, <laughs> but I had coconut shrimp there. Oh my god! And it Ooh. blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, anytime we went anywhere that had coconut shrimp, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know this was a black tie." <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't know we were at a nice restaurant. Damn, like, I didn't know we were in the freezer section yeah. of Vaughn's. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I know it's not that big a deal. But at the time, I was like, "Oh, is this a Michelin star?" <laughs> like, <laughs> coconut shrimp. Damn, damn, Dad, I didn't. No, you were b- breaking it in like that, going to several coconut shrimp restaurants a year. <laughs> oh, I don't. Even, I thank you again for liking all of the shrimp stuff. Oh yeah, uh, this is why. Yeah. This is why we're talking. I'm about sure at this point, when you guys hear this, we're still going to be getting notifications from you guys liking the shrimp post. <sighs> the so. shrimp. Everyone loves the shrimp. Okay, do you guys want to know the background story of that picture? Yes. Yes. This is this is a uh, behind the curtain. This is behind the music. Behind, behind the, the behind meme. the memes. <laughs> Behind the memesic. <laughs> and I work in casting for reality TV, as some of you might know. And I work, um, I guess I can, I'm allowed to say this. I work on a TV show called Homestead Rescue. It's on Discovery Channel, where if you don't know what a homestead is, it's for people who live off the grid, away from the bustle of society. And they just like self sustain and raise chickens and like have wells and stuff. So I'm in all these psychotic Facebook groups for homesteaders that are like, christian preppers and just like rosie's goats like and it's like all these like barters and trade like rabbit poop how to use it and it's like all these wretched groups and i found that man showing off his shrimp so what was the context of showing off the shrimp was he like this is what happens when you go off the grid i think it's just like what good shrimp big ass shrimp on the plate hey you know what the homesteaders have a sense of humor too so they were like (laughs) they have their own sick sense of memes do you like pull people from the groups yeah for casting yeah i'll dm them and then they're usually like what scam is this and it's like it's what not a, a scam just what a, 15 minutes of fame baby what a, also a hilarious thing to be in a homesteader facebook group yeah for which the is already yeah already the the most ironic the thing of, yeah <laughs> yeah hey even when doomsday is a knocking you gotta check in with your friends hey i mean we're not <laughs> meant to live alone you know yeah yeah Commi- it takes a village uh, <laughs> <laughs> um stevie of meals someone just yeah okay had a birthday i couldn't keep it in my Taurus self it was my birthday yesterday i also just the best meal of my life hey just another behind the curtains i just want everyone (laughs) to know lisa and i had texted the night before about a birthday post and stevie was beat us to her with all of the birthday posts oh with my own picture i know i was like you know i want to pick the best picture for me and then i I went for it i respect that because you also are like you took control you're like this is what i want the post to be i want it's my birthday i also (laughs) know what picture and i almost put the nude Oh, I love it. I but almost I did too. I didn't know if that was going too far. Which nude? The one where you have your the, the, flower the flowers on your nips. On your nips yeah. Oh, that would have been yeah, follow Stevie Stevie Anderson film and just Spaghetti Witch too. But and Stevie slime. Stevie slime. Oh fuck! I forgot to bring the slime next oh, time. Next we got a lot. Of, we got a lot of eps next week, oh, so have, we'll be sliming all day. I have night. another one. I don't know if I've ever showed you this. Oh, it's in my. Pr- it's right behind you. Um, thinking putty. Oh, is it like? Slime? Have you played with that? It's. it's I don't want to go through your purse. Can I go through your yeah, purse? Yeah, it's just. Okay. A, it's a little, or you can just give it to me, and I'll Ooh, give it to you. Oh, it's heavy. 
Yeah, it's a very. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, she worked hard for the money. <laughs> yeah, sorry. She got coins. Guys, in I there. got stuff in there. Is that is that Honestly, endless shrimp in that bag? <laughs> it is. It's it's mostly. It's probably dude, just like we heavy. Get sponsored by Red Lobster. Oh my god, I would eat there. It's mostly it's just heavy from us. like my thoughts and ideas and stuff like that. Speaking my... speaking of back to fancy, yeah. Red Lobster so was my traditional meal. Your birthday dinner. You usually, uh, but okay. Let me. So you had the best. Yeah. Meal. What was the best sorry. meal? I went to. Osteria, Osteria, uh-huh. mm-hmm. La Buca on Melrose. If you're in LA or if you're whatever, just get on and out there. Oof, let me take you through. Let's talk about, let's have a little ASMR food chat right here. Okay. Okay, to start, first of all, let's get a bottle of red wine. Obviously. First of all, I had a bad experience there, so I'm very <gasps> really? Oh, oh, I had a, not because of the food, because of the person I was with. I so. had, oh, oh, that's right. I know. Ooh. Okay, I had a, I know behind the curtain. <laughs> I had an in between experience with there. I was there with uh, my current lover, partner, uh, boyfriend. But we were broken up at the time. It oh. was a birthday dinner. Ooh. Oh, that's, so that's gonna be a salty meal. <laughs> it Wait, was delicious. Dinner? My birthday. Wow. He took me out I for my birthday. I cannot believe still. that no one told me at the time. Well, <laughs> about bold <laughs> secret birthday dinner that happened. Well, he, it was a two of. It was like a birthday. I, no, but I that, know. You know. I the, know. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of secret dinners that happen <laughs> that year. <laughs> Hey, anything anyways. for a free so meal. Anyway, anyway, start with bottle of red. All right, bottle of red, crudo, mm. delicious mm-hmm. crudo. It had a little jalapeno on top. Ooh. I know it, it was like, and then a crispy octopus salad, which was just this, like delicious octopus with avocado basil, like little leaves mm. of basil. So like every bite, I was like, ooh, what a unique journey. Then I had a bucatini carbonara, mm-hmm. yeah. so That's fucking the good. House, the special one, right? Ooh, yeah, and it came yeah. with that egg, and I just mm-hmm. busted her open and mixed her all in, and then. Pablo got this like I don't know what noodle it was. He took a gamble. He's like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna order it based on the sauce. I don't know what shape this noodle will be. Kind of rigatoni ass, but it was like a braised lamb mm. sauce. Was almost like a lamb chili. Like a ragu. It was like a ragu, and it Yum. was uh, it was just such a good meal. And I like a loud restaurant. Like I like mm-hmm. I like being able to talk and be like everyone's having fun. But the couple next to us was they didn't talk once. Mm-hmm cute little muscular eastern european k couple what didn't speak once they're both like flexing and then their pizza came and then i could hear them be like do you think she'll take a picture for us do you think <laughs> oh my god and I'm like, in you, my mind i was like no <laughs> like usually you, i will but i'm like you guys don't talk like i don't want to take That's and they weird. finally flagged down like a uh, server who was like super busy and she's like yeah i'll come back and they were like uh, and they're just looking around they got their bright flash ass picture of them together with their Pizza. (laughs) Honestly, probably gonna get like twenty likes. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) hope it was worth it. And I was oh, I should have checked the while we discuss. I'm gonna check the 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 locations. Yes, (laughs) I love I love finding people. I'm such a this is why I'm good at casting. I'm such a good sleuth. I saw this one girl. I wonder if she listened to this. Got engaged in Echo Park, and then I went to the Echo Park uh, location, and I found like all the like stories of her like getting engaged for like random people, and I'm like I'm creepy. But I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, I love, like, surprises, engagement. I'm like, I want to watch this moment. Have you ever seen an engagement happen in real time? I have. I have. It happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) I I was there in the room. I broke up with Uh, him. (laughs) Did he? later. Did he do it in public? No. I think we've talked about this. Everyone, I think because of my joke, everyone always assumes that 
because I say like, oh, we broke up or whatever. I, I think everyone always assumes that it was like under duress, like at a football game or something. But no, he was. It was a very nice proposal. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, just you, the relationship. Can you give like a out. two set? Like what was Yeah, that? we it was Valentine's Day. We went to a um, hotel that was really nice. Um staycation if you will mm-hmm. we went to fogo de chow oh. um but i just thought it was valentine's day i yeah. didn't know and then he was being real weird about me giving him his gift mm-hmm. and i was like don't you want your gift and he was like no i don't and i was like something's up but we just like after dinner went back to the hotel and that's when he gave me my that's ring nice yeah in the privacy i was at um i forget what the show was but i saw a, someone propose to someone at the pantages Oh, that's cute. It was cute. I think it's like if you're going to do public, it's got to be either something the person is really into or it's got to be outdoors. Well, and it Mm -hmm. wasn't like, I mean, obviously at the theater, they don't have like jumbotron. So it wasn't like everybody watching. It was more like, oh, this was happening. And then it kind of like trickled up. People realized what was happening. Because I remember being at, we were at the the top level, like looking down Mm -hmm. on these things. And everyone was kind of like, what's going on? What, like what's, it wasn't like excuse me everybody stop and listen (laughs) so it's like i feel like that's when it's like pressure where it's like also then a perform like the the people around you have to also then respond it's like Mm -hmm. if you happen to do it in a public space i think that's fine but when it's like you also want an audience yeah like that's when i think it gets how do you guys feel about like someone having picked like they hire a photographer to get the the moment of I, I, have mi- I have mixed feelings. I, I'm a photographer and I have mixed feelings. I don't personally. Um, I think the idea my ex doing it that way was nice because it's like we're going out to a nice meal. So I'm going to be dressed nice already and mm-hmm. stuff. But I see a lot of engagement photos where they went on a hike and I'm like, oh. no, oh, oh, in the oh, sun? oh. No. absolutely not. I do not want to look. I don't want to be in fucking sweatpants. Hell fucking no. You know, like, mm-hmm. but some people probably really love that. So I think it kind of depends on the person. I also, th- I'm more private than I'd like to admit. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I want to pick someone taking pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just don't look at candid, so that's where I'm like, no. I think it just, I think it depends on the couple mm-hmm. too. Where I'm like, I would never, I would never begrudge someone for hiring a professional to do a thing. Where I'm like, I want a good. Pe- if I mean, gonna, they are helping the. Economy, that's what I mean. Where I'm like, so yeah. but like, it's, but it's also <laughs> I'm like, hey, if we're gonna do, if we're, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna make a spectacle of it in any way, even if it's not like out in, it's not at like a baseball game or whatever. Even still, it's like if you want, if this is what you want, like. Mm-hmm get a good picture i'd yeah. rather have like a great picture of me being shocked and surprised than like a bad selfie but at the same time i also think that that's part of the thing is that it's like it's not supposed to be a good picture it's supposed to be a a true to the moment yeah kind of thing but do you want just, that moment captured that is for me i i i think there's some romance to having yes, it only to in your it. mind well that yeah. i was just gonna I, say I, then I that. that that's i guess i guess those those are then maybe the two schools of thought where it's like hey if you're gonna post it hire a photographer get a yeah, yeah. get someone to do it i just remembered something evil i've done tell uh-oh and i if i find this pic i just put it on, i just deleted a bunch of facebook albums but i know it's on my hard drive and I will share this picture in the stories um, when I find it. But me and my ex uh, back in like 2012, peak recession, just graduated college, April Fool's Day. I'm like, I had this fake engagement ring. I was like, let's go down to the river and take fake engagement pictures. And 
upload them. And he was like, okay. <laughs> so I have all these pictures that look very real of me wow. getting fake engaged Proposed. to my ex, which shows how like bad of a couple we were. <laughs> it's like, isn't this funny? The idea of us being together for life. Wow. And uploaded them, got like, all the likes everyone's like it's april fools you're kidding i was like i know what a funny day like, for him to do it but like, also like how cute is this photo shoot and i'm a great liar so i was like <laughs> like i so i was like no no my dad called me oh my god and was like so funny you're lying and i was like no it's true and then he's like put bleep on the f- on the phone <laughs> and got on the phone was like yep we are and he's like i can't believe you're making me do this like whole lot and like i like pushed it to like to like the next day because yeah, i was like limit. well the spirit yeah. of april fools is to the second you gotta and, commit to the bit yeah i committed to the bit and it was like in like when i think about that story at the time i was like this is so funny and then i look back i'm like that was really demented well, <laughs> well I, I don't know if you know comedian maggie may yeah she also had a similar thing where she thought it was clearly a joke mm-hmm. and people were, like, people were very serious and she oh. didn't have her phone and people were like, oh, my God, congrats. And, like, she was, like, when she, like, got her service back or whatever, she was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> I thought, I'm not even dating anyone. Like, I thought there was no way was that she, anyone would She was, would like, think. out of the country. She was whatever. in Mexico like or something. Well, yeah. I guess you could kind of see, like, a fun elope, that's, you know? Yeah, that's but, what people yes, thought, especially because she wasn't even dating the guy. So <laughs> also, like, look up comedian Maggie Mae. She's hilarious. Very funny. Yeah the cutest uh i i was just gonna say i think it's so funny that I, I get a facebook those like on this day reminder mm-hmm. every spring where i went to my um boss at the time's son's wedding and i was sitting at like a, one of the family tables and her nephew i had like a huge cocktail ring like comically huge <laughs> cocktail <laughs> ring uh and jokingly I don't, remember, I don't even remember how it came about, but like I t- we took a picture together, had just met this day, and we were like, we're engaged. And even though there were still people that were like, congrats. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, eat, what, how would you think that this is real? Pe- I think people just are super excited oh, for people to get engagement. Well, they want to go to the party. My, all, the, all the randoms that rolled through on yeah. that page that were like, oh my God, congrats. I'm like, you just want to open bar. I nah, know you. People, I think people are I just know. like, oh, my thank God. I didn't think it was going to work. Did not get that many likes. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no. my, my, what you will. My fake ring was like such a thrift store ring that like my fat was bubbling over it. Like it was so tiny. Like if <laughs> like whoever saw it was probably like, what a dickwad. They're just like, oh, wow. Um, also, uh, just one last check-in. Um, that couple did not location tag if they did upload so okay. they really are only getting max 20 likes on that picture you yeah, got a location sure. tag come on sheeple for sure the, well, here's the lessons yeah. learned yeah well speaking of lessons learned <laughs> to be honest with you i really only want to talk about the avengers so it's gonna uh, be a tough i haven't seen it yet you really haven't i really haven't have you i won't i won't i'm sorry i saw oh. black panther but i don't usually i heard it's really good for what of uh, what who said that? I will. You didn't like it? No. I will. I, I will absolutely see it. Uh, but I haven't yet. Okay. I wish I, well, I, I won't know some spoilers, say anything. But I won't say it. I won't say anything. I don't because care about spoilers. But I'm, also, I'm just, I don't like that. I can't, I can't get, we can't have a true tete a tete about Overall, this. I just want to say, I want to see my heroes winning. Oh. And I also want to see fucking the Hulk. That's it. Those are my two Mark things. Mark Ruffalo? Ruffalo. 
Uh, that's all. That's or all Norton. I'll say. No, I'm of course Ruffalo. it's okay. Ruffalo. Okay. I'm just gonna hey, check. I was I just gonna check. say, hey, call back, call back. We love Ruffalo. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, but all I can say is like, not enough Ruffalo. Uh, is he not in it? He's in it. No, he's oh, in it. Okay, but I'm saying honestly, that's my critique of like maybe not enough. You know, that's yeah. my critique of literally every movie. Not enough Ruffalo. Yeah, more um, Ruffalo, please. So. Oh my god, uh, this uh, is a spoiler for future things but one day maybe when we have a subscription service or something we c- someone could be like a ruffalo level like donator oh my god i would love that <laughs> um anyways that's truly, like that's beh- that's really behind yeah. the curtain so uh, <laughs> hey, in the future hey, we're just letting you guys in on all of it we're all learning and growing <laughs> we're kind of open books over here yeah. uh today's topic we are talking about uh chiron and the asteroids uh which if you're not familiar these are not planets uh, but these are the biggest, the biggest and brightest of the non-planets that <laughs> still have an effect on your chart. Uh, it's still one of those things that is maybe kind of controversial, but these are mostly agreed upon by people that they have a, they have an effect. Some sort of influence, yeah. Yeah, I think it also depends, like, if you have aspects to them, if they are in, in relation to other natal planets and things like that, but, uh... These ones were cool. I've I asteroids were a thing that I kind of like stumbled on a while back. I feel like early and, on you're like asteroids mm-hmm. baby. Well, it's one of those things that I mean, I've I'm sorry you guys. I'm sorry I also say this. I feel like I say this every podcast, but it's like the oh, I didn't know it went that deep. Oh like yeah, that every, kind yeah. of thing. I mean, like this everything. one was a real eye opener for me. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh so just to to start us off, we'll start off with uh Chiron. So Chiron's is not an asteroid. So no. So ki- hearing on, I got my quote. Obviously, yeah. Oh, it's um, been. I think. I feel like we haven't had a nice quote. All right. This one. Well, I mean, this isn't actually. I have. I think I do have an actual quote in here too. But this is the one where I'm like, I just had to copy and paste the oh, yeah. description no. of this. Do you know this. where it's from? Yes. This is from Zodiac Poetry. Mm. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Is like the. I feel like this kind of lays the groundwork for the rest of the discussion about it. So the astronomical birth of Chiron into the collective consciousness occurred on October 18th, 1977. What? Side note. I was trying to do research on this with one of the books that I have. And I realized that the person who wrote the book did not even do, wasn't even alive to find out that Chiron was a thing because this book stopped at 1970. So, Wait, what what date was that? October 18th, 1977. 1977. Okay. So, this is I mean not in our our literal lifetime but in yeah. our, our collective yeah. lifetime. So, uh when the celestial body was discovered by the American astronomer Charles Thomas Kowal, who found its orbit to be highly eccentric with the prehelion inside the orbit of Saturn and the aphelion, I hope I'm saying that right, outside mm-hmm. the prehelion of Uranus. Because of these unusual characteristics, maverick was the first keyword associated with the newly discover- discovered astronomical object. With a highly elliptical 51-year orbit, initially called an asteroid, Chiron was later found to exhibit behavior of a typical of a comet. We find the same interstitial, multifaceted quality in the mythological portrait of Chiron embodying a combination of Saturnine mentoring traits and Uranian eccentricity. So, so he's a centaur. Yes. So it's named for the centaur Chiron, who was mm-hmm. a mythological uh, teacher, the first astrologer. 
oh, is also Chiron. Um, his deal is that it's also Chiron is associated with the sign Sagittarius because it's the centaur, which is the symbol mm-hmm. uh, or the being associated with Sagittarius. Um, Chiron was not only a centaur. So centaurs are already half person, half horse. But most of the time they just have a, ma- a human upper body and a horse lower body. But mm-hmm. Chiron also had human front legs. Mm-hmm. I thought you were oh, going to say a horse dick. And I, was gonna be like, I mean, <laughs> they all got that horse dick. I mean, he's still a centaur, baby. <laughs> but he also he had human. human front legs, which Ew. made him one of, which was one of the things that made him more different than the other centaurs. So Chiron was not only not human, but also not centaur totally Mm -hmm. so he was an outsider in both communities even though he was revered in both because he was a teacher a healer and he also wasn't like the other centaurs because he wasn't centaurs are kind of like a rowdy bunch Mm -hmm. but he was very enlightened and didn't didn't drink and party the way that Mm -hmm. the other centaurs did uh but they they accepted him and then the humans were down with him because he was a very intelligent uh master teacher Mm -hmm. um but then on accident he got shot by hercules his friend a poison arrow wow he's immortal so it didn't kill him but it was extremely painful and he had to live for a long time with this painful wound which oh, ultimately led him I know to, what you're gonna say. which led him to trade with uh made a trade with zeus that he gave prometheus his freedom i think that's who it is um so he would he traded his immortality for another god's freedom mm-hmm. and then he went up to live on mount olympus but it was ultimately to relieve him of this pain. terrible pain he was living with all the time which leads us to say chiron is known as the wounded healer yeah uh, that's like the position that it holds in the in your chart but the way that I figured it out after like a bunch of readings of it, that it's just like, it's the thing that could make you a terrible, mean, bitter person. Mm -hmm. But if you're able to overcome it, makes you a teacher, a healer. You guys are going to be really shocked when I tell you what mine is in. Oh, can't wait. Just guess. Scorpio. It's Gemini. Uh, Ah. there we go. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Uh, but so here's a, I do have a, this is the uh, the beautiful quote that I have, or a nice one. This is from astrologyzodiacsigns.com. Oh, yeah, our old friend. Um, this took me a minute, so I don't know if anyone else will be like this, but I uh, this is all in reference to Chiron, like the centaur. So mm-hmm. when I read it, it's, to me, I was like at first, on first read, it sounded kind of like, wait, what are they referring to? Mm-hmm. But this is, imagine this is, the subject of this quote is the centaur Chiron. So... Uh, as the first astrologer and the one unaccepted by the society commons quote, there's air quotes around that. And everyone focused on earthly instinctive and basic needs and instincts. Chiron is something closest to enlightenment. We have the ability to reach in this lifetime. Its orbit is set between Saturn and Uranus. And we can see that it represents the bridge we have to cross in order to reach the point of unseen universal beyond the ordinary, reaching our true fulfillment through enlightenment. I like that. Damn. Yeah, I mean, Chiron was, I, I never really, uh, like these asteroids and whatnot, and, and Chiron, the comet, I knew like literally jack shit, um, especially like thinking back on like when first discovering astrology, like I would never, like this wouldn't even be, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But 
like thinking more about like the Greekness of all of this, like and just like hearing these stories, it's like, oh, you can kind of figure it out just by basic Greek and mm-hmm. Roman mythology. Well, this is I mean, I knew about Chiron was the first one that I learned about only because it is Sagittarian mm-hmm. in its kind of like mm-hmm. uh uh what's the origin? Mm-hmm. And it came up when I was looking at you know, when you look at your sign and you find out the stuff. And so I knew more about Chiron than anything else. But um, another thing that was interesting to me that was like we so there's like his literal wound, but also even his own like birth was also kind of a wound, too, because he's the product. So uh, Kronos, who is Saturn, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when he they just I mean, they blatantly say he raped his mother he turned himself into a horse in order to do it and so that's why he was born half person half horse and his mother uh, Chiron's mother was so like disgusted by this baby this that she cast this him abnormal out. Yeah, yeah abnormality she and a reminder and of she, the horrible yeah the, all of assault. these things that she also demanded she got turned into a tree to not be his mom like because she didn't want to deal with it this guy so it's (laughs) so it's also these things again wounded healer where it's like it's also these things that are like totally beyond our controls that we still are born into and kind of like bear the the pain of even though it's nothing that we did right we it's 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 unfair it's things that are out of our control yeah it's, things it's that the we, cross you have yeah. to bear yeah I, yeah i just found something kind of interesting um about like because chiron's is, is it chiron or chiron chiron i mean it's all going to be about the lessons you're supposed to learn like a lot of astrology stuff is you know are like those quote-unquote darker planets like saturn it's like the things you're supposed to figure out but i just I'm looking at this site and I can just read the basic tagline, but of what your Chiron is for each one of like what that hypothetical cross is mm-hmm. to bear. But like if you're what what's yours? My Chiron is also in Gemini. In Gemini. Okay. It's, that's it's such an interesting one mm-hmm. for stand up. Well, Gemini is, is I misunderstood mm-hmm. is like the tagline for it. So it's and if you I mean, I think you guys, if you're listening sequentially, you're you've learned about the symbology about all the signs. So, you know, Gemini's. The communicator and of course if the cross you bear is uh a roadblock and that it's like being understood mental anxiety oh it also says something about ear infections and oh, that's oh yeah that's all I that say, all i had i had chronic ear infections as a kid that's another thing that chiron is is also associated with like is like childhood things yes it's not so much we'll we'll get into later on like your life lessons but that's why it's like it's these kind of unfair things that you're given that's also why the like Hercules being his friend shooting him by accident. It's those things where it's like nobody meant yeah. people didn't mean to get you into this, but this yeah. is, to, but yet here you are. Well, it's just like almost just like de- it's like depression or anxiety. It's like the things that's like, they're always going to be there and they're always going to be in the back of your mind. But again, it's all about like therapy, mm-hmm. being more conscious of that, but I can, I can rip through these really quick, but if your Chiron's in Aries, it's the taglines. I'm unbalanced, which makes a lot of sense for, Aries considering they can kind of rush and be all over the place fevers accidents etc Taurus is I'm worthless because guess what Taurus loves material shit mm-hmm. and having value Gemini like we said be misunderstood my Chiron's in Cancer which is funny because it's also my Mars which I feel like are very like aggro like depressing like and it's family and that's always where I'm feeling you know insecure or whatever but that that tagline I'm abandoned 
Um, Leo is there's nothing special about me because mm-hmm. God wouldn't that be a Leo's fucking worst fear ever. Mm-hmm. Virgo, I'm useless, of course. Uh, what's the next? Libra, no one likes me. Scorpio, no one can be trusted. Sagittarius, my truth is the ultimate truth. Capricorn, I'm my worst critic. Aquarius, do I need to fit the mold? And Pisces, the world is too harsh, which is so mm-hmm. what a what yeah. a great tagline for Pisces. But I'll put up the website. It's really uh, it's pretty interesting called lookupthestars.com. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll think put a post. The I interesting one. Too. Yeah, it was. I like. Oh. Those are like another things where like it's said so it's like when a parent talks to you, it's like said so simply where you're like, yeah. oh, that hurts more <laughs> just to read it in such like layman's terms. I think the interesting thing for me is like I I found that like especially doing comedy, it is all about like communicating your idea in mm-hmm. in the easiest and simplest way. And it's really hard because um, like it makes you feel like that's the way you fit in. Mm-hmm. by being the most unique you can be if that makes sense oh yeah so, so like then discovering if someone misunderstands that, you, right then it they hurts do, you yeah, they don't know you you oh, yourself and also like there is a thing on the thing out that i read from jessica davidson dot co dot uk mm-hmm. but uh it's it's like i do I never really thought of it this way, but I have talked about before, like I don't like putting my stand up online or on YouTube because I feel like it's like a thing that you should have to come pay to see. Or like, mm-hmm. I feel like I want to one day be on television doing that. So like, I don't want people to have already seen the jokes. Mm-hmm. And so it, but even though like that's a way to broaden your audience. So it's kind of like, you're missing the step to get you to TV because people don't know who you are yet. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a very difficult thing like in my head to be like, no, just like wait and save it. Like some of these things you may want to keep. But, um, when I was reading about Chiron and Gemini, it was saying like, you're, you don't feel like you want to share your ideas because you're afraid that people will compare you to other people. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought of it that way, but it yeah. definitely struck a chord because I'm like, exactly. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I don't mm-hmm. want is someone to be like, oh, fat Amy Schumer says, or you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, that's exactly what Turn truth. those comments off. No, but no, it's not it's even it's that. The it's the in mis- their head. Yeah. It's the misunderstanding yeah. of, your, of you communicating a thing that is, that's you. When you communicate, you are your ideas, essentially. I mean, as a com- as all comics we are our ideas that's what that's the product that we're slanging but then it's if it's also you that's where you are extra sensitive it's where i mean the same thing with chiron and everyone anyone's placement it's where you are going to be sensitive and you're going to have things but it's also the place where you have the most capacity and power to heal other people sure. once you deal mm. with it so i think that it is an interesting uh, i would be interested to know how many comedians or uh speakers or whatever mm-hmm. have that placement because it is also like healing through your thing it is it heals yourself too mm-hmm. where it's like at the end of the day when you feel sad and you're like fuck i hate that this happened the thing a comedian does is make a joke about yeah. it or mm-hmm. go to a mic like it sucks and it hurts and it like it's not fun but that's what keeps you doing well, it and most it's of what, the time. because also then when someone else because it's the ability to have other people they validate they the way you feel yeah they can't actually say like oh me too but in their laughter it's like the acknowledgement that your experience is important and, yeah, and, and that you see it right and that you're not mm-hmm. crazy even exactly. though you are definitely you crazy said, you said yours is retrograde uh yes let me check it but just kind of what you guys were saying i mean also Kyron's like 
I mean, it's the things you're the most proud of. So if they fuck up and fail, it feels mm-hmm. like ultra embarrassing. Totally. Like, mine being even in cancer, like I love like my my friends, like I believe in chosen family, friends is family. Like I like love like whenever I date people who have like nice, big, warm families, I'm like, this is like what I want because my family's not that at all. And so like that's like that is the cross I bear. That's where I'm like, fuck, I need to make my future family and my friends like it's so important to me. So like if I have a falling out with a friend or if like I saw be- like or friends like backfire, I feel like it feels like extra crushing. But it's like, oh, maybe this is why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it also it's an extra it's something wound. you value, you yeah, know, exactly. and it, that's kind of who you are. And and I think some people more than others like say that, you know, you are the five people you surround yourself with or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like um, I, I don't know where I was going this, but it, it's something that like hurts your soul because you mm-hmm. feel like that is a part of you, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and it's, I think, I mean, I think you gave a great example because it is a child, like a childhood thing too, where mm-hmm. it's like, you also feel like you thrive in these probably warm family environments. And so inherently there's something that you either are missing or that you are lacking because you didn't have this thing. And Mm -hmm. so you need to recreate, you need, it's like the self parenting kind of things Mm -hmm. is that what I thought was super interesting is that it's the bridge between Saturn. I didn't realize that 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 was like the specific placement of it. Mm -hmm. It's not that placement in everyone's chart. I don't think no, it's not because it's not, but it in, I guess in the, I don't know exactly how it works, but they, mm-hmm. what everybody talks about it is the bridge between Saturn and Uranus, which to me is like Saturn obviously is like the hard work, the lessons. And then, but then Uranus is getting rid of those patterns that don't serve you anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to do that. It's hard work to get there. But once you get there, it's the gateway to Neptune and the, re- like the, all of it afterwards that's now innovative and life shifting and creative and mm-hmm. and the new that new thing that you can do with it's, it it's funny like going back to our old friend cafe astrology because i was like i didn't read their basic um summary of it and i'm like just skimming through and it's like saying we may overcompensate in these areas is like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's mm-hmm. what it is because sure. the harder like you try lacking. well and the harder you try at it when it inevitably maybe fails it's it just is like you fall even harder. Mm-hmm. So well, it's like, oh, fuck. I think even just the story of because I never heard it before tonight. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting to think of the choice you make to give up. You know, what what do you give up for sh- and for what? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you willing to trade your like s- immortality for at the end of the day? Is it for the good of another person? Is mm-hmm. it for family? Is it for the right to speak your mind? Is it li- to communicate, to feel loved and included or like, you know, what is the choice that you make? Damn. This was funny. Cause it's not, I don't have like a good quote for it, but I saw this phrase be used somewhere. I think it was still on that, like astrology Zodiac um, one, mm-hmm. but they described it as um, like, your Chiron things are the things that could make you wild was the word that they used. And it's the ability to transcend those things that make you wild into those things that make you elevate enlightened and Mm -hmm. uh, transcend like that, where I was like, it's all of those things that if you wanted to just lean into it, it's the stuff that makes it not okay, but understandable why people 
rape and murder and burn buildings down and commit crimes and do mm-hmm. it's those things that if you state but it because that's the wild aspect of it where it's like you can be bitter about this thing that you were probably born into completely out of your control and it's the t- it's the things that should make you so angry because it's not fair okay. it's those but if you but also we all it's also the idea of getting out of your personal pain and into collective pain and that where it's like hey guess what also though we all have a personal pain so get, um, not yeah. get over it but it's like get up get literally over it mm-hmm. because we all have it and that's what unites that can unite us and make us grow and all of that okay stuff. have you guys seen the new rachel dolezal documentary <laughs> on netflix no absolutely not <laughs> because uh, what's her chiron it's taurus i just looked it up Ooh. um there's broadly actually wrote an article about rachel dolezal's natal chart predicted all this was going to do it down i need a fully I'm, I'm such a skim reader but Watch the doc. I'm not advocating for Rachel Dolezal at all, but her wounds, I see why she went this route, but sure. it is like, like, and also I'm going to turn around, look at her chart. It's all in that, um, the present, uh, isn't that like the presenting, presentational, the presentational mm-hmm. side after we did our little like houses up, I was like, Ooh, I know what that means. And I was looking at her chart. It, she's Scorpio because <laughs> yeah. she cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. You just say Chiron stuff made me think of Rachel Dolezal now. I mean, you're, you're, I don't know. It's the things you're working for to uh, go against all these things that are working against you. But yeah, she, she, I would watch watch it. This is what I highlighted. The glyph of Chiron is a key Mm -hmm. because it is the key to unlocking your growth and healing and potential. Well, I think it's so interesting. Boom. Like boom, boom, boom. Just, just reading it, it's like I, I totally understand, like w- how this fits with me. And like I've said before, like I wanted to do comedy since I was young. It's mm-hmm. not even, and it's not even that. Like even before that, I wanted to be a minister. So it's like I've wow. always wanted to speak it's, truth yeah. to power and have like, you know, some kind of Platform. thing that share mm-hmm. that, that I can share to make things better for everyone and it's the to i completely agree with that and to add to it is like the idea that it's a bunch of people that have to listen to your ideas and take them seriously yeah and believe like believe you and Mm -hmm. know like and and validate what you're talking about like that you're not you're not crazy you're not yeah like it's all of those it's it's these places where you can do a thing where not only are you not crazy you're valued for how crazy you might be where it's like this is a place where that can shine mm-hmm. well like we said or we'll do it in future apps about cult leaders there's a lot of taurines leading mm-hmm. them cults. Mm-hmm. they got that throat mm-hmm. chakra mm-hmm. ruling everybody hell yeah um a note about retrograde chiron i also have chiron retrograde in my chart mm-hmm. um, wait i didn't think you had anything retrograde in your i, I didn't just, either i, <laughs> I know we all, hey you know hey. what we're all learning new things about ourselves (laughs) um chiron retrograde it's common um oh also quickly chiron takes i think i mentioned it up top but about 50 years to uh return oh okay so people if you are blessed to live into your 50s you will you can experience a chiron return and it's likely a like 
not necessarily a midlife crisis thing, but mm-hmm. it's like a, if you haven't similar to a Saturn return where it's mm-hmm. like, if you haven't come to terms with those things, mm-hmm. it's going to come up or it's going to be the result. It's going to be another kind of like rearing its head of those issues as maybe like a, I don't like using these words about it, but like a test is if you've re- if mm-hmm. you've really, are you really accepting of that wound? Well, it's like if you're still feeling this pain by the yeah. age of 50, yeah. either you got to get right or find yeah. a therapist or like go talk to that like sibling you've been having a feud with for a long time or like get on stage and do the damn yeah. thing. Exactly. Um, oh, that's but so interesting. It probably ha- times out with some people's second Saturn mm-hmm. return, I would well, think. And it's this, yeah, exactly. And it's another one where it's, like the same thing it might be out of your control it might not also be a personal thing but it's that thing where it's like it's gonna bring it up for you so Mm -hmm. be prepared if you're about to turn 50 to 52 shout Um, out to our 50 year old listeners if you have chiron uh retrograde in your chart you will probably hold on to wounds more deeply than others. Mm. Guilty as uncharged. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's my life As someone who has two therapists (laughs) (laughs) we should bring them on oh wait Uh, no i don't think you're actually i think both of them would would love to do it and i also truly deeply madly believe that i am both of their favorite patients okay Um, well can i ask a question i need their help so please (laughs) i need need to find a sliding scale therapist wait are they for different realms of therapy they are both different types of therapists um yes um one is traditional uh psychoanalysis that i get my drugs from Mm -hmm. more than that too but uh and then the other one is this kind of like different she does like marriage family systems Mm -hmm. that's like her act uh her basics or like that's where she comes from that's Mm -hmm. her background um but she does this new kind of thing that's called trauma resiliency model that's a lot about like mind body it's like your physical responses to traumatic events yeah it started with people who survived like insane um like tsunamis and falling off mountains and things like that because it's like your body you're gonna store that trauma Mm -hmm. i mean we're all storing trauma. this is a uh I'm going to say no spoilers, but if you haven't watched The Jinx by now, like, <laughs> the, the fuck the out. What? The Jinx. Spoiled Avengers. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the HBO docuseries about Bobby... Have you not watched I the have, Jinx? I haven't seen The Jinx, I mean, but can, I know what it's can, about. You can spoil it Okay, well, me. there's a scene where he, bur- he burps. Oh, about Robert Durst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby D, he burps all the time. Like, un- he'll, he'll okay. do it like a... Like while he's trying to say something Mm -hmm. And my mom is also a Psychiatrist and she this is how I know About this model of therapy Because she's being trained in it currently Because it's new and that's how I found this therapist But um, They they go to these like Training things and they kind of practice These methods on each Other and my therapist Told me about an instance where they were at a training And one of the therapists they tried to do Kind of like a trauma release thing and they had her Like talk about a thing mm-hmm. and sometimes You have these things where you don't know what it's going to be Some people like just cry some people Laugh some people Like twitch or whatever but mm-hmm. they had someone Who did a thing and then just burped Uncontrollably <laughs> for like wow. 10 minutes Wow! and I was like Damn I was like this fool is Like he d- he wants to admit his guilt or like even if he doesn't well it's literally say it, because he just it has to get out of him it reminds That's me of so chiron too because it's kind of like that 
where do you store pain? Like, because mm-hmm. yoga is all about that shit too. Yes. And it's like mm-hmm. that whoever that person is stores in their diaphragm. Fun like fact. Like 100%. Hey, also, fun fact though, uh, Chiron related to Sagittarius. Sagittarius ruled by the hips and yeah, thighs. Of course. Traditionally, where do you store pain? In your hips in yoga. Yeah, I mean, I have very open hips and shoulders and I have very tight like I my neck mm-hmm. and it's Taurus and it's like I don't mm-hmm. I you can see it on stage you can see that I do it I cover my cancer and my Taurus parts when I'm not when I'm bombing you can see it you mm-hmm. can watch me in a video literally shrug my shoulders up to my ears uh. cross my chest with my hand and hold the microphone you can see it happen and it's like I've watched video of myself and I've just been like don't don't cross don't cross your hand mm-hmm. just don't cross your hand across your chest it's so hard for me not to do I'm literally covering my jugular vein and my heart, Aww. you know, and it's like that is when you see a good performer, they're open, mm-hmm. and it's like it's so interesting, you know. I mean, you you tap your foot, nobody notices, but if you have your shoulders on your ears, people well, fucking notice. Are, mm-hmm. nah, I mean, those are also in, especially your neck. That's like an instinct. It's threatening. Yeah, you're looking you at know, a you cr- angry crowd. Stuff, I'm scrunching but. them right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but so Chiron retrograde. This was a. Uh, a phrase that I saw that I liked that it's associated with coming to terms with negative capability, which was a term coined by the poet. Uh, now I'm gonna. Say, I can't remember <laughs> the full name. It's Keats. Oh, uh, uh, John. like John. But I was like, I is is there John. a third? Like John Alexander Keats. It's some, but anyways, Keats says this. But it's basic negative capability being the idea that um, you choose art over certainty but that also means that you have to accept the uncertainty and ugliness and inherent kind of chaos that is life in order to be committed to the beauty of it and that's a thing that's hard for people with chiron and retrograde to accept Mm -hmm. that it's the idea that like by accepting by accepting that chaos ugliness it like we have a difficult time holding both of those things, but that's also like kind of our ultimate thing is to be able to hold both of those things at the same time and not let one deter us from the other. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, Did we want to move on to the other asteroids? Yeah. We only got four after this. Yeah. But, um, there. Yeah. So there are four other asteroids that are used. These are like the, the, there's a bunch of them but these are like the ones that people refer to and that they believe have an effect on your natal chart um the asteroid belt which also this is interesting is between mars and jupiter another these are all kind of these like bridgeway and um like what's it footnotes i feel like Mm -hmm. for other Mm -hmm. planets where it's like here's a finer point on a thing that we were gonna talk about Mm -hmm. too um but yeah so first one uh Oh, also, all of these asteroids are feminine related. These yes, are the, and I don't mean this to be women, but it's the aspects of what we consider like femininity. And uh, more than Venus and the moon are traditionally associated with traditional roles of women, which would mm-hmm. be wife and mother. Uh, these asteroids kind of, like I said, put a finer point on it where here's some more nuanced aspects of being a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and each of these asteroids represents another element of that so the first one is Ceres uh keyword for that is nurturing this is the biggest uh 
asteroid. It's considered now a dwarf planet, Aww. which means that I liked the quote that one of these things said that it was like, which means it's at least as important as Pluto. Wow. <laughs> People are so shady to Pluto. Like, I know. Sorry, Pluto. I love Pluto. Pluto's cute. I, I love him. Uh, also interesting, Ceres is believed to have a liquid ocean on it, and so it is also a mm. main target for extraterrestrial research. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. That's really we cool. We come in peace. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's the first asteroid that was discovered in the year 1801. Um, it's named for uh, the sister of Zeus, who is the goddess of the harvest. So Ceres is uh, associated with cancer. Uh, the sign cancer, not actual cancer, yeah. uh, but it's like the quintessential Earth mother. It's all about your nurturing. It's about mm-hmm. parenthood. It also rules over food, uh, nutrition, cooking. It's how you feel nurtured. It's also how you show nurturing. Um, fertility, it rules the uterus. I mean, it doesn't rule, but it's associated with uterus, stomach, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. The negative uh, aspects of it would be eating disorders. Uh, fertility mm-hmm. issues, custody battles, kidnapping, okay. also feelings of low self-esteem. Uh, so your sign and your house placement are likely going to indicate where motherhood manifests in your life. Mm-hmm. So that can mean your actual mother. It could also mean the way that you mother, the way that you are trying to model parenthood. Okay, I'm freaking out, but I do have, I didn't know it was about kidnapping, and I do have a story, and First of all, mine is Pisces, and it's, uh-huh. like, very that much food-related. that is your mom. It's my mom, who uh-huh. also owns a restaurant, just saying, and all my, the things I read about it are very much food-related, which I do definitely have, like, I do think, and it's like you think of food, I like to share a meal with someone. Mm-hmm. I like to have a bottle of wine together. I like to, like, I enjoy that, every moment nurturing of it. and and nurturing. And, mm-hmm. of course, like, every every part of it, from the plant growing to cooking. There's nothing I like better than taking a plant that's growing in my house mm-hmm. and eating it. Like, oh, I love I mean, gar- that. Gardening, all that. So, I just had a kind of a flashback of, so... Um, one of my family members, I like, I don't even know if I should say this, but tried to kidnap me, um, from a Sam's club Uh and, um, I like, I don't exactly know. I was very young. Um, and my mom says the word kidnap, but I also just like, I don't, she didn't like grab me. It wasn't like whatever, but, Mm -hmm. um, my mom had me I think I was like holding her place in line while she went to get something and my aunt tried to take me like to her house and it's not like my aunt's I don't know I don't want to I don't want to like say this because I don't want to out anyone I don't know who in my family listens to this but like some kind of distant relative basically tried to take me by luring me with chocolate I'm not even kidding well, that, I mean, they're literally that's the stranger cl- danger. That's, really, that's, also what it, that's like the classic kidnapping ploy is if someone offers you candy or but whatever. It's a like family the, member, so you don't even right. think that, it's whatever. Like, Come on outside, we'll wait for your mom and like this whole thing. Ew. And you don't even think that it's whatever. And who knows what yep. would have happened. Thank God my mom is a utter psychopath and like ran out this door and was like, where's my daughter? Like, whatever. But like, truly, yep. That's uh, fucking wild. Also, abandonment issues would be another like negative. But too, it's just I mean, she's the mother. She's the ultimate mother. The ultimate, uh, like literal, our Earth mother, mm-hmm. meaning parenting food or people parenting people. Mine's my series is in Taurus, so 
feed me baby (laughs) that's like that also means stability that's yeah i was like i was i didn't look up like the meaning of the placement but it's very since it's like some people i don't know if this is popular opinion some people are saying that Ceres is the true owner of taurus because it's the earth mother nurturer Mm -hmm. food Mm -hmm. planet so people are like i think Ceres is actually taurus's boob which makes i mean these are all the themes of yeah being a taurus Absolutely. Uh, next second to be discovered would be Pallas Athena, Pallas for short. Um, it's discovered in 1802. This one, the keyword is wisdom. It's named for Athena, who is the daughter of Zeus, who is Badass. all about yeah. All she's a the warrior. She's all about intelligence and wit and independence. So this is like the fierce, independent, intuitive female spirit um this is about your like uh, how you connect patterns uh it's about your intuition it's also associated with like the arts Mm -hmm. things like that specifically um tactile like uh, pottery and sculpting things like that also ruler of the immune system and medicine uh Mm. the symbol of athena is like the snake and the owl part of the medical medical system is the snakes and stuff um it's also like conflict legal battles horses which i was like oh that makes sense my athena i believe my palace is in sagittarius uh also father daughter relationships dude you're gonna i'm gonna tell you i'm freaking out oh god because this one it's my dad's sign too and what's what's his sign Aquarius. aquarius and i always think about like Again, with stand-up and stuff, I know I talk about it all the time. I'm sorry. But my dad is the one who watched Letterman every night. My dad mm-hmm. is the one who... This is, like, why I'm interested in comedy. Yeah. My dad is the one who made us watch a mad, 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 mad world over and over. Yeah. My mom is more of a drama person. She's not it really into it. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is so straight up, like, for real for me right That's now. That's so cool. Athena was literally made from Zeus's head. That's the way that they describe it too. So it's also dome. like all the like mental. It's the mental. It's stuff. the yeah. So it's also the way. It's also maybe your patterns that you have for male relationships too, as we know, kind of mm-hmm. traditionally. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely but, don't have daddy issues uh, at all. She is typically associated with Libra because of the focus on ideas, but also justice too, because it's, you know, fighting and not, but not like blind justice. It's the weighing out all of the things, connecting the dots and figuring out what's, what's what, but that's again, it's your, that's your like warrior, your warrior goddess. Mm. spirit. Um, third asteroid to be discovered was Juno. The old 1805 Juno. Juno is associated. Keyword would be marriage uh, named for Juno or Hera who is the wife of Zeus. Also so cute in the animated Hercules. I know we talked about animated Hercules before, but I loved Hera's look in that. She had like twinkly kind of like mauve pink outfit. And she's like, where's the baby? And she looked great. So sweet too. Just like, you're her, like, Uh she was like, take care of me, Hera. I love, I, like you uh, want a wife, Hera, obviously. Juno, Juno Hera is my favorite goddess. Um, Also because she, she deals with cheating, but also in like real sketch and like real, uh, like she knows Zeus cheats, but like she kind of like has these things put in play in mythology mm-hmm. of like to like handle it, which mm-hmm. I love. Uh, but it's partnering energy. It's how how you are in your intimate relationships. Um, also, 
the idea what i read about this one was like the idea again like this is a finer point on things where you know obviously moon venus is going to be your like feminine roles this is more modern feminine roles in terms Mm -hmm. of like your boundaries how much do you give of yourself in close relationships whether this be actual marriages or just like close friendships whatever that it's like how much of yourself do you give to another person how do you balance those things too Mm -hmm. um also rules fashion diplomacy weather flowers female genitalia Mm. uh the negative aspects spousal abuse range inferiority Um, but also like women this was another one where it's like women's issues either way where it's like the power dynamic Mm. again talking about boundaries where it's like what's are you being taken are you giving too much of yourself that you're being taken advantage of someone who is who is using you because they know that you are giving or mm-hmm. are you being mm-hmm. domineering and possessive and jealous too? Cause it's also those, those aspects of relationships. So as well. Juno was the only asteroid that I actually was semi familiar with only because when I look up like, or if you read the relationshipy things, a lot of the times um, people like, are like, Oh, what sign should I date? A lot of the times people say you can look to your Juno and it might be like, that might be like a random match that you wouldn't know mm-hmm. that would be good for you. Um, and when I looked mine up, guess what mine is? Leo. It's a Leo. And that's, that's my crazy. only Leo in my chart. And I was like, oh, I mean, not that it's going to be dictate for everybody, but oh. that was never a sign I've dated before either. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's, I don't know. Maybe if some of the signs you've been dating aren't working for you, maybe try, your, try your Juno. Well, I think I it's know. also like maybe an untapped part of your thing. I have a bunch of, I'm on, I think at least several of my asteroids are in Leo mm. too, which is I had I don't have it anywhere else yeah. in my in my chart, but it is like a point of pride like that's I do feel like I have a, a very prideful uh boss aspect to mm-hmm. things that doesn't make sense based on other planets, but is it, again it's just like that thing that's like behind it. Too. Mm-hmm. it's not well, it's not driving it but it's there and for me i thought it was interesting because i didn't really vibe with my venus and mars placements mm-hmm. but this one i have the planet in taurus which i think makes more sense to me i mean the asteroid mm-hmm. yeah. um i think it makes sense to me why i feel conflicted and why i want to have oh. like a stable relationship mm-hmm. instead of a one night stand whereas like my venus is more like oh maybe it, like you want to have this yeah. and variety and my juno is like no bitch we want to fucking chill out at home mm-hmm. in Taurus, like. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. don't know. It's the well, I was seeing know. that a lot in relationship things. It was like people were real heavy on Juno when with the relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. So well, Hera, I mean, you know, she ain't fucking around. She's the best. Uh, <laughs> and then finally, our final asteroid is Vesta. The keyword for that is self sufficiency. It is the last to be discovered. It was discovered in 1807. However, it is the second largest. And it also burns the brightest, which fits because it is associated with Vesta or Hestia in the Greek tradition, who is Mm -hmm. Zeus's sister, who is like the Vestal Virgin, who uh, is also the goddess of the like hearth Mm -hmm. of the fire, like the ruler of the fire that keeps uh, the community going. So uh, Vesta is all about, you know... in mythology and in tradition, Vesta is, didn't take a partner ever. She was focused on herself, but also providing for the community. So it's um, c- 
committed to uh, what I wrote down was committed to no man only committed to the inner flame in service of the goddess. Mm. So it's like the, on the higher end, it's nuns, it's priests, it's people who have forgone their personal, like sexual desires or personal things to like dedicate themselves as Mm -hmm. a vessel to a thing on the more earthly plane it's also promiscuity it's also uh, non-traditional relationship stuff it's it's your fire it's also like your divine kind of essence it's your potential it's Mm -hmm. um your it's there was another thing that i read that was like she i mean it's the second largest but it shines the brightest it's perfection it's Mm -hmm. it's doing things like it's virgo and scorpio well that's what i was gonna say those planets that it's like ruling is like i know so many virgo scorpio couples and it is a weird match made in heaven and they just it's but it's like they're analytical they are very goal oriented they're very like what can you do for me today and they're also not afraid of the like the critique in the sense that you have to be able to they uh, have a tough shell they can take it and you have to be able to take in all of the information but it's for the purpose of betterment and that too where it's like you can't if you're afraid to take in the negative aspects of it you can't grow because you can't critique and fix them so both Scorpio and Virgo are good. I'm at curious those. for these couples to check their Vestas now because I wonder if there's like some common planet mm-hmm. they share um, in their chart that like brings those like those quirks together. But I know so it's the one like pairing that I I for me personally I see it the most in it's, my group of friends. I mean, to me, it makes sense. Earth, Earth and water are a good combo, and then it's fixed and mutable. So it's the you know, mm-hmm. but the again, the keyword here is self sufficiency. So it's like this is you when you are like, what do you tap into to kind of do your to get your highest potential? Where do you feel like you excel? the most when you're being kind of like by the book it's just mm-hmm. like what what do you uh by the book that's what funny because mine's capricorn so how much <laughs> more by the book can mm-hmm. you fucking be it's the it's the perfectionist it's the overachiever it's that so it's like when you are just kind of when you're just go- giving into your self mm-hmm. needs which can be used for the highest plane again which is like dedication of person as vessel or for a lower not worse but a lower plane when it's just self self fulfillment self pleasure no combinations of things that's where it was like kind of are you just are you having a bunch of uh one night stands because you're getting off or is it mm-hmm. like what are you yeah. what are you using yourself in service for mm-hmm. it's what are your kind of like innate uh abilities and then how do you use those things so those are the asteroids asteroids cool i swear broken record over here but every time like i'm stoked for some planet or whatever it's like always like kind of like maybe it's hitting the neg things in me where i'm like eh. and i was like asteroids i'm like they seem fun but like i'd never had much stock in them but like i feel like they i mean obviously they have a lot of gravitational pull to, towards all these other planets and they're gonna affect you as well but asteroids are really interesting mm-hmm. i like them as someone who doesn't have who or has at least in my natal chart a lot of kind of um not traditionally feminine mm-hmm. sign placements and a lot of th- aspects and things that i feel like make it difficult to tap into that but it's also a thing that i feel really um like drawn to or at the same time wanting to tap into a lot mm-hmm. of times and this really shed a light on that uh for me yeah hell yeah do we have a uh, do we have any uh 
affirmations. Lady affirmations. I didn't really look because I knew we were doing I so mean, many. I didn't know if I should pick well, one. Well, I mean, I think a theme is like, man, look into your deepest wound and, and g- try yeah. to get right with it. Like, take take whatever steps you need. And also, I think what's helpful to read through these other placements of maybe things that aren't your own, especially in Chiron, is like, everyone's struggling with something. Yes. They are in- everyone is insecure. Everyone has insecurities. That's where the true healing comes when you can recognize your own and then recognize it in an other in mm-hmm. order to be kinder to both parties. Like that's you can't you can't truly be accepting and uh, and kind to people unless you can do so to yourself. I also think that, though, um, and maybe this is going to sound harsh or not positive, but like. There is like a real um, problem in this country and in our culture with um, people just thinking it's okay because I'm hurt to hurt other people. Yes. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that that's something to really look into. Like um, hurt people, to, hurt people. Right. Mm-hmm. And also this, this idea that like, Oh, well, like I get stiffed at work, so I'm not going to tip my server or whatever uh-huh. the, you know, whatever. Well, it's the, like a bad pay it forward. Totally. <laughs> yes. and, and and whatever that is for you and whatever like way you do that is like a pattern. Like you don't need to continue the cycle of abuse. Like you need to figure out a way to stop it. How do you free all? How do you free everyone from their hurt? And sometimes it's, it's about giving up something that you really like and you really wanted. And I'm sorry, but sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. And I think just piggybacking is like and coming from a very Torian state of mind is like someone else's success isn't your downfall. If you see someone that has like all the confidence in the world on stage or like has the perfect family, it's like but they want something that you have or and you're you're always reaching for those goals. It's you're not done. You're not stuck with your, you know, your life situation like everything can change. But just because someone has it, I used to be really bad. I used to I have a lot of jealousy issues, but it's like when you see someone succeed. That's not you not yeah, succeeding. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think especially like in LA and stuff where it's like, hey, like you're not a real feminist if you're shitting on someone getting a show that you didn't get. Mm-hmm. You're not a real, like you need to be uplifting people and those people are opening doors for you. So stop slamming the door in your own face. Like be kind, yeah. rewind. Yes. And in order to truly accept and uplift, you have to be accepting of your own wounds yeah otherwise you're just that's why you're going to be mad at people is because you don't want to look at your own stuff it's very difficult to uh do those things when you're if there's a mirror in front of you Mm, to say the things that you would say otherwise so yeah you know what you know guys astrology is all about Getting to know yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys, that has been this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We love you. We will see you next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to What's Your Sign. If you guys liked this, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast. Yeah. Or Twitter, um, just search what's your sign podcast. But if you want to type it in, it's what's y r sign underscore pod. Twitter's weird, so you know. <laughs> sorry. Um, Thanks. Bob. Please leave us a positive review, and if you want to contact us, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail You can also like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. So uh, pick your medium and find us. Jeez, yeah. made it this far. All right. 
Bye. Bye.